Today's episode is part two of our 2022 Autumn Oaks event coverage. If you missed part one, be sure to go back and listen. Enjoy. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Welcome back, everybody, to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. This is your Coonhound Program Manager at UKC, Trevor Wade, and I'm joined by Mr. Alan Gingrich, the Director of Hunting Ops. Yeah, good to be here again. More Autumn Oaks talk that kind of has consumed our past couple months of our life, I feel like. I do have one question for you before we get uh, into the to the uh, main reason for this podcast, but whose idea was it to put Autumn Oaks on the World Championship in the same month? Hey, it wasn't me. That <laughs> that happened long before we came here. I can assure you of that. No, it's, it's all, it makes for a fun month. It makes for a quick month, fast paced, but uh, you stay busy. That's for sure. You're right about that, for sure. Yeah, so, uh, so the... Uh, the last episode that we played, uh, the last episode you guys would have listened to, which was part one, would have been mostly hunt-based. We talked to a lot of different people that had to do with the hunt side of things. And I think this episode, which is part two of our Autumn Oaks uh, podcast, is going to be based more on the bench show side of things. We're going to be able to sit down with our winner, Nicole Sedlecki, our, uh, uh, one of our vice presidents here at UKC, had a chance to talk to the overall winner, which was grand champion Midnight Reynolds Bonfire, a nice plot male owned by Scott and Connie Hogan over in PA. Yeah, and that's a super nice dog, and congratulations to them, you know. But so it'll be interesting, uh, like you said, Nicole did an interview with them, and uh, you'll hear it on, uh, you'll hear that interview, and they're good folks too. And they've won our world championship before with this dog, Sire. So what an accomplishment for those folks. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, you actually had the opportunity with the people responsible for choosing Bonfire as yeah. the overall winner. Yeah, you know, I had the chance to sit down with Andy Emery. And uh, both Andy and Lisa Bettingfield as well, uh, both of our uh, judges for the show this year. And uh, very interesting uh, uh, things that they talked about. One of the things that I asked both of them uh, was what they do to prepare for judging a big show like this. And Lisa, it was, it's, uh, you can see her Facebook posts and everything. She was so delighted to be a part of this, as was Andy. And, but, uh, I really enjoyed uh, what Lisa had to say and Andy as well. And one other thing I will that we mentioned, you know, uh, some folks may have heard us make mention of it, but Andy, uh, we have we have pictures of Andy and her sister in a stroller with their parents at Autumn Oaks. And now fast forward here to 2022 and Andy's judging the show here. So I think that's just so cool. Yeah, I'm glad you had a chance to sit down with them and give that nice perspective of them judging that weekend and then being able to talk to you a little bit about it. Um, I, I had a chance to talk to a couple of people over there. I went over and enjoyed some of the show there on Friday, or actually it was on Thursday during the confirmation show, and I was able to grab a couple of people out. First off, I want to give our, our major events team a, a round of applause. The, the, uh, the center over there where the show was going on was perfect. I loved it this year with it being centered underneath the flag and the carpet and the and the stage, it was just, it looked like it was Autumn Oaks. Yeah, it did. And it, it allowed the the folks over there to have their dogs crated and have them uh, in their seating area uh, and plenty of room for them to stretch out and just a, a nice venue for them. 
That's right. Yeah, but when I was over there, I was able to grab a couple a couple ladies in our in our coonhound world that have had a major impact. One of them was Natalie Atkins. I got to talk. She she has to be one of the more, de- if not the most, one of the more decorated people in Autumn Oaks history, just as far as uh, just pure number of wins, major event wins there. And then also I had a chance to talk to Angie Cable, and she really could have went into the Ben Show episode or the Night Hunt episode because she has such a big imprint on Autumn Oaks from the Tuesday night slam that happens at her club there in Liberty, Indiana, mm-hmm. and her job getting guides compiled together and always getting me a good picture of the final forecast uh, to the National Dual Championship component of it on Thursday where her and Ke- her and her husband Cable ha- or Kevin have had a, just a, a lot of success in that arena and the confirmation show and then the bench show. So there's going to be a lot of good stuff there to dissect. But the, the one I'm also uh, looking forward to listening to you is uh, one of the legends in our breed, and that's Mr. Birdsall. You had a chance to talk to him as well, right? I did. As a matter of fact, he was my very first uh, first one I uh, brought into the podcast booth on Thursday. He was sitting over there in the cooler in the in the show arena there, and uh, he he already set he he always sets his him and Chirpy always set their chairs right there in the middle of the ring. On the one end, and that's where they, you'll see them all weekend long at Autumn Oaks. Yeah. But no, so I went down there and asked him if he'd do a, a uh, join me on the podcast. And so he was my very first one on Thursday morning. Yeah. And what an interesting guy. A lot of history there. Black and tan guy. He's 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 done so much. He's a veterinarian for one. He understands dogs as well as anyone. Uh, just a wealth of knowledge. He hel- He's helped us put on several uh, show seminar, judging seminars and things of that nature. So... Everybody knows Doc and Chirpy, and so ha- happy to have them uh, join us in the podcast. And you'll hear from them, or you'll, you'll hear from uh, Doc, yeah. David Birdsall from Virginia. Dang it, I should have pulled Chirpy, and I had a pretty good conversation with her there Thursday, and yeah. I missed out. I should have yeah. pulled her over and yeah. talked to her. She would have been good, too. She would have been, been good. Two of the good people in this sport. But uh, I guess we'll get straight into the to some of the interviews here, so you guys stay tuned, and we hope you enjoy this. This podcast is brought to you by the all-new Dogtra Pathfinder 2. Dogtra, the official GPS collar partner of UKC. Morning, David. How are you? I'm great. Good. So good to see you and be in Richmond, Indiana again. Heck yeah. It's Thursday morning here. We're just waiting for the show to start, and I got you out of the building over there. You've, I see you've got your normal perch over there at the middle of the two rings. That's why we come on Thursday at, at 7 o'clock in the morning to get our position where I want to see it all, but so much going on, I can't see all of it. There you go. Doc, uh, you and Chirpy have been a staple here at Autumn Oaks for many years. Do you remember when and where your first Autumn Oaks was? I do, and I remember uh, it was in Oak Harbor, uh, Michigan. Ohio. 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 Oak Harbor, Ohio. Oak Harbor, uh, right up on the lake, and we met lifetime friends there. That's where Dwayne and Kitty Bro are from. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, and you know, but... Uh, 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 Davis, uh, uh, Willie Davis, and Lee uh, Eads, and a lot of these people that were staples in the Coonhound world were very active there. I'd sit there and talk to these guys about how many dual champions or night champions they had made, and uh, it's just been a long, 
uh, experience. Yeah. So you have put dogs in this show for many, many years. Do you remember your first, you've won the national grand part of it, I assume, right? Once Three or twice. times. Three times. Well, we, some of us in Kathy's, but the dogs were all from our yeah. kennel. Yeah. What was the first one? First one was uh, Ruger. Ruger. Yeah. What year? Do you remember the year? No. Uh, it was... Uh, it was in the old building here when it was outside, and Mike Seats judged. Yeah, I remember you're talking about the open pavilion building behind where we now have the vendor barns. We actually have a vendor there now here in well, Richmond. And I judged out there one time. Yes, sir. Right. So that's uh, how many times have you judged Autumn Oaks? Three times. Three times. When was the first time? Remember the first year? Oh. Don't remember the year? Don't remember the year. Uh, Johnny Brinkley judged with me. Yeah. We did a number of shows together. Was that when it was still just a one-day show or two-day show? That was a, a two-day show. Um, I'm not sure. It may have been a one-day. I know that Oak Harbor was a, was a one-day show. Yeah, yeah. So I see you're wearing an old Autumn Oaks hat. What year, what year is that one from? That's a... Uh, that's a Oh, wait, uh, 18. I don't know. You can read it. It's 88. What is it? Uh, anyway. I don't I don't see a year. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Eight, 2018, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. 2018. Right. It's, you, you must be wearing it a lot. It looks a lot older than that. <laughs> <laughs> I wear it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is it that you and Chirpy like about Autumn Oaks? Well, the family uh, family tradition of, of course, we like our breed days too. But this way, we get to see all the breeds, all the people, and we just have friends here that we don't get to see, uh, but maybe once a year. Of course, we have correspondence with them nowadays, and but we have made lifetime friends at this event, and we cherish them. Unfortunately, as we get older, a lot of our acquaintance are gone. Right, yeah. You know, this event started in 1960. It was the very first year. The first UKC events licensed night hunts anyway were in 1957, so it was only three years after that. Here, several weeks ago, we did kind of a history into Autumn Oaks, and uh, even I learned a lot just digging back into it further. And I guess the first guys, when the first ones involved with uh, trying to organize this event were some guys that were up the road at the Kenton Nationals. Yep. And uh, uh, Manfred Craver and some of those old guys from way back, you know? Well, I uh, owe him or whatever, uh, B.W. Steele, Bernie Steele, who uh, he and Wayne have been in this for a long, long time, got me started in this. And we traveled together. Yeah. And we got ready to go into the show business. We took a trip. And Bernie stopped at his national uh plot breeders and I stopped at the black and tan breeders and our foundations all came. One of the major stops was Dale Brandenburg. Yeah. And, uh, of course he had, was, had the drum dog. That and won, he won, won the first hunt. Of right. Almost. So we had a good, good visit there. And then we went to Maurice Muth to get my foundation stuff for black and tan days. And then on to Kansas city with Roy Howe. We were gone two weeks on the road, uh, laying the foundation for our event yeah. and then chirpy and ray came to autumn oaks 10 years 
before we won a trophy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and we bred, hey. we bred our own dogs. We we started with puppies. Yeah. And uh, we had a very good time. So, tell me a little bit about what autumn oaks look like at, on your first visit. Obviously, the vehicles look different. You didn't probably didn't see all the trucks with truck boxes. Tell us a little bit about those Well, days. the... All of it is... Uh, Folks carried their dogs in their cars and in their trunks a lot, didn't they, back then? Well, we didn't see as much trunks, but the average, being a veterinarian, the average state of the health and the treatment of the dogs uh, and the um, posture of the people has all really, really improved. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that were done then and accepted would not be accepted now. Right. So we've seen that sport really, really... Uh, grow through the uh, advance of vaccines, wormers, dog foods, and uh, public as a whole in knowledge of health of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I want to ask you about, you've been very involved throughout the years or over the years with, uh, uh, with United Kennel Club and some judging seminars. You've done some here, right? Yes. Yeah. We've been a big part of that. And, and that nowadays we see some of the younger folks coming on that uh, that are now judging some of the shows and they have learned a lot from you well i hope so we uh i really really enjoyed that and i i gave it basically from a structural uh veterinary confirmation uh enhancement deal of it and then we had uh, dr wright who did it from a genetic of things and kind of PR and then of course Wayne Cavanaugh tied the whole works together so the three of us together gave a very rounded interesting presentation I yeah. thought yes sir yes sir so well I uh I'll uh I'll kind of leave it at that but I appreciate you coming and talking to us and we'll kind of kick off this podcast with you and I, I can't think of anybody better we'd like to kick off the podcast right. for well, Autumn Oaks this year so don't forget to take Chirpy out and get her some ice cream this weekend. Again. Oh, ice cream is <laughs> definitely a, a tradition here. So I don't care if it costs $10 a cone, she's going to have her cone. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you for all your uh, all the the things that you have done in the sport and here at Autumn Oaks for United yeah, Kennel man. Club. And enjoy your weekend here. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. This next interview is with Miss Natalie Atkins. We had the chance to talk about her Autumn Oaks history and her wins with dogs like Honest Abe and Wendy. Enjoy this interview. Natalie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, we, uh, we're here on Thursday afternoon, and uh, we got the big confirmation show going on in the Raper Center. And yep. I was over there scoping it out, and I saw you on the sidelines, so yep. I went and grabbed you real quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I appreciate you sitting down yes. with me. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about Autumn Oaks today. I know that you're probably one of the most decorated handlers of this event, I would say. I, I, uh, I, would, I, I would have to agree, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been coming here? Oh, I started showing at Autumn Oaks in 1993 was my first Autumn Oaks. Wow. So mm -hmm. that was the second year it was ever in Richmond. So mm -hmm. you've been going here almost for the duration of yes. the time yep. period here. So yep. that's pretty cool. Yep. And you had uh, pretty good success dating all the way back to the, to the 90s and early 2000s in this mm -hmm. event, right? Yes. Yes. What was the first town that you really uh, had a big win with? Uh, her name was Warbonnet FRMS Tammy. Um, she was kind of the one that... Um, 
got me to national level uh, yeah. recognition. Um, I showed her uh, probably for six years, and she came close. She got opposite sex of National Grand in 97. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. And then just a few years later, is it 2003 I'm thinking of? Actually, 2001, I won it 2001. With, with a dog named uh, Finley River Little Sammy. Okay. And, well, and I skipped over one. He was he was owned by uh, Susan Ragsdale of Iowa. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it went to Abe in 2003. Abe. So Abe is the one that we've, we've talked about a little bit in the past. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, yeah. Kind of a unique hound in, in his winnings in a, a short amount of time, right? Yes. We bought him. Me and Ryan bought him in 2002. And we done a little bit. I think we won duels in 2003 at Winter Classic. And then um, we went to, we brought him to Autumn Oaks. He was qualified for the World Hunt. Um, and we sent his qualification off and everything. We come to Autumn Oaks and won National Grand and Duels that year. Wow. And we had a huge decision whether to continue to uh, hunt him at the World Hunt or pull his entry and try to win and try to get to be the first dog in history to win National Grand in the world in the same year. So the decision was to be pulled his entry for the UKC World, and he ended up winning that, uh, the World Hunt. That, I bet you or guys. Show. You guys don't regret that at all, do you? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, that was yeah. so, when I was a little girl, three of my uh, biggest uh, goals was um, to uh, have a dual grand. Yeah. I, I had two of them. Uh, to win national grand in the world in the same year. Yeah. I did that. And then Judge Autumn Oaks, and I did that in 15. Well, there you go. Yes, yeah, so. You're going to have to get some more items on your bucket list I now. I am. I <laughs> You've am. You've already hit the peak here. <laughs> well, that's good. So that was back in 2003. And mm-hmm. since then, have I, I know recently since I've came on board, you've had some success here. Some success here but was mm-hmm. there some years in between where you also won some? So, be, so I retired, semi-retired for four years from 2004 to 2008 to have um, two babies. Yes. Uh, Hunter yep. and Isabel. Um, so, and I, I would have done that again, obviously. Um, and then I come back in 2008 and, um, had, had, had a few wins, um, but nothing, not nothing until I got Wendy. Yeah. So Wendy, uh, obviously Red Eagle second win. Yes. People would be very familiar with that yes. name. Since I've came on board in 2019, the dogs opposite sex at the world, mm-hmm. one winter classic. Yep. National uh, Grand. Yeah. Or, um, uh, Grand American. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously one of those big wins was winning national grand yes. champion here. Yeah. Uh, 19. Yeah. And that's that I can tell the bond you have between that dog. Tell us a little bit about Wendy. Oh, she's. Oh, so Lisa Hunsinger actually originally owned that dog. Um, the guy actually just wanted to get rid of her and gave her to Lisa yeah. for free. So, and Lisa brought me over and said, Hey, you know, um, I got a dog for you to look at. I'm like, oh, Okay. And she's like, there's a seven-month-old pup. She's never been broke on a lead or nothing. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I, it took me two hours to get her trained on the ground with, with a, a snake chain. And, um, yeah, she went in and won Best Female Show at seven months old. Yeah. yeah and then and just, that was in what year? 16. 16. And then it would have been 19? 19. 19 when mm-hmm. she won the overall. Yeah. She won something. So she won Best Female Show in 16, Champion Female in 17, uh, 18, she won uh, opposite sex to Lisa's tie dog. Wow. And then in 2019, she won National Grand. That's a pretty so. good streak. Yes. Yeah. And now you have a couple, or at least I know uh, Storm, uh, yeah, Storm. Windstorm, right? Yep. Is what, mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're showing her. And she made Grand just recently? Yes. She just made just Grand, Grand recently. Yep. So she'll be showing yes. uh, Saturday here. Yes. Yep. I'll try to follow in mom's footsteps. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, uh, with your history in this event, I'm not going to count you out of it. So <laughs> I, I hope you have good luck this weekend. And I hope you have good luck with the world coming up. And, Thank you. Uh, and uh, we'll see you down the road. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Natalie. Bye.
Next up, I got a chance to bring in Mike Seats from Stone Fork, Illinois. Here's Mike. Morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing fine, Alan. Good morning, you too, also. Yeah, Mike Seats. You're uh, kind of a known name here at Autumn Oaks and all of our events, but when when was the first Autumn Oaks? You remember your first Autumn Oaks ever? I remember it very well. You can never forget your first Autumn Oaks. Where I mean, was it? It was at uh, 1973 at uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Holy cow. That's, I think, uh, I don't know that I've ever talked to anybody has been the one in Winston-Salem, but... Uh, yeah, what? So that was seventy three. You said nineteen seventy three was my first one. So about the twelfth, thirteenth year started yeah. in nineteen sixty. Yeah. What do you yeah. remember about that one? Uh, most I remember about it was uh, being my first one. I was really pumped to go. I had heard a lot about Autumn Oaks, never been there. Uh, I took a little Walker dog up there. I showed for Tom Earl, and uh, I showed against another legend, uh, uh, Junior Lasseter. Uh, with a, a old Ozark preacher man dog, and uh, come down to a pretty you know close decision, but he beat me. But I was well happy, and you know, and had a good time, you know. Yeah. So how did that look in those days as compared to days? I bet I can tell you one thing: we had today. You see a lot of women handling dogs. Back then, you probably had predominantly men still handling dogs in the show. Yes, sir. That's right. I mean, you you had, you know, like today, like you said. Uh, the ratio is probably 98 to two back in, it was two to 98. Yeah. Uh, and over the years of things has really changed as far as, you know, the bench show confirmation of structure and the format of it. I mean, back in, you know, we, we'd go in there and lead a dog in there with, a with the lead chain around its neck, you know, and it might, we just might've took it out of the woods that night before or something, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, you can tell how it's really changed from now, but uh, and probably on one one uh, same bench, yeah, right? yeah, one long bench, right? One long bench, yeah. There'd be a, a bench, maybe it might be sixteen foot long. You know, that's what they made them out of, uh, sixteen foot two befores or whatever. And and uh, you know, you was very well if you could get on the front of the bench or on the back of the bench. If your dog needed a little bit of something, you could run around that side, you know. But it's hard to get crawl over the middle of the benches, yeah. you know. But but uh yeah well you've done a lot of winning over the years i'm sure you've won the national grand part of it before what uh what 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 have you won at autumn what are some of your uh, most memorable wins at autumn oaks uh my most memorable wins is i've uh i've won the champion of champions uh i've won the best male uh i've won the grand national champion of breed uh several times uh but I I've, have never won the overall Grand National Championship. You never I've, have. I've never have won the overall. You, if anybody, any betting person would have never would have never bet. No, that. I mean I have won every major event that UKC has ever sanctioned. Uh, you know all the other sanctions. I've won all of them. The Grand National Championship overall is the only thing I've never won. Wow. Huh. Uh, have you uh, have you hunted in autumn oaks any yes sir yeah yeah i've hunted in autumn oaks uh i've you know never have really won a, a cast or placed in autumn oaks but we've always had fun uh i hunted the first year that we had the duels i believe it was three years ago yeah uh had a lot of good times there you know i plan on maybe hunting again tonight uh and you know, but it, it's it's not all about winning. It's all about coming and having yeah. a good time. What dog are you running here in the hunt in the duels this week? I'd probably run the Pearl uh, Wildcats. Yeah, the female dog. Yeah, yeah. That I've won a lot with her. I mean, you know, I've owned her about two years, and I had high scoring uh, 
dog with her at Leopard Days. I said she's qualified for the tournament champions the last two years. Uh, qualified her, you know, this year at the world. I mean, you know, so, you know, uh, she's the best thing I've got, really. I mean, you know, I don't know about the best, but I mean, I like her. Yeah. So, uh, 1973, you said was your first year. How many do you think you have missed since then? I've missed two. Two. I've wow. missed two. Yep. That's... I missed, I've missed in, uh, I believe it was 2000. Uh, I missed the year 2000 when my sister got married. And, uh, unfortunately I had to miss in 2006 when my mother passed away. Yeah. You know, that's the only two years. Yeah. What is different about autumn oaks that you like? As far as now and, uh, just the event in itself. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, the difference of autumn oaks now of what I like better. I mean, seem like, I mean, it's, it's more family tradition. There's more, uh, activities, uh, you know, there's the vendors. I mean, the people. I mean, they, they seem a whole lot. Everybody just comes up here to have a good, fun time, vacation. You know, and, and everybody just seems to get along. I yeah. mean, you know, back in the day, I mean, you know, everybody was over here, over there. But I mean, seems like right now, everybody just comes to have a good time. I mean, and everybody here knows everybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it looks like we're gonna have good weather for you. You're set up. You always set up there in the corner of the old show ring back there. Yeah. And I saw last night you'd posted something. You had a little shindig going on yeah, out we there. Had a little yeah. little live music happening out there at the <laughs> yeah. little campsite. Yeah, I told some people, I said, I believe I've got Alan some competition here. That boy pulled up there <laughs> with the banjo. He can play yeah, a banjo. I now. heard that. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, he he can play a banjo, you know, but but uh yeah, the first the first years that we really started coming and camping here at Autumn Oaks, uh I never will forget. Uh, I camped over here, back behind the dog war, the the wash racks over here in a tent for two years. Yeah. And then the next two years, I bought my stock trailer, and I camped in it. And then I moved where I was at. And then I talked to my wife last night after I talked to you, you know, and and I told him I said probably ten or twelve, and she said no, we've been here fifteen years. And so I've, I've been in that same spot right there 15 years. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, had a lot of, met a lot of friends there. Yeah. Had a lot of good times there. And I mean, you know, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, it looks like we're going to have great weather this weekend. So uh, don't forget to get you some ice cream this weekend. I've done half. Already have. <laughs> yeah. Already have. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's good. Yeah. You know, you got anything in the Thursday show here today? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. We're showing a, in the confirmation show today, my wife is handling that. We've got a, a young female here that we won best female show with at, at the English days. Yeah. And, and then we got a show on a blue female that my granddaughter won with at winter classic this year and, and a class and, and, uh, you know, but tomorrow, tomorrow and Saturday's my day. There you go. You know, well, and it looks like we're going to have great weather. Enjoy your weekend here. And thanks for coming and talking to us. You're welcome out. And I appreciate, uh, you know, all the support UKC gives me and all your staff. you got a fine crew. Thank you. You're welcome. On this next interview, I had the chance to talk to Miss Angie Cable. At first, she didn't want to come over and talk, but she did a great job explaining all the different hats she wears when it comes to Autumn Oaks, from the Slam Series all the way through the show on Saturday. Here's Angie. Angie, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. I, I had to... Uh, 
tear you away from the confirmation show over there. Yes, you did. I had to wait till you got done with your blue dog you were showing in there. I was. Yeah, you recently made the transition from walkers to blue dogs just here uh, in the past year or two. Uh, about a year right? and a half, but let's not go telling everybody that all the time. <laughs> I know you're about to change the whole kennel up over there. <laughs> you have Kevin all tore up. Yeah, I have my side and he has his. Yeah, what's uh, what you got one son, Jackson? Is he six now? Yep, he just turned just six turned in six. August. I yep. saw that. So, uh, see, does he favor one side or the other yet? Uh, he has a little blue female that he shows, oh, okay. Gigi, um, but he's still a big money fan. Yeah, he, he just he just did the Youth National Show, and he won his age group there. That was awesome to see. Yeah, uh, when he was little, he spent a lot of time with big money in the house and stuff, so he's still his number one go-to guy. So. Yeah, well, I was glad I got to grab you. Uh, one thing I was wanting to accomplish with the people I'm interviewing here is to get people that do multiple things when it comes to this event. And uh, I guess a lot of people probably know by now is that the Automoke Slam Series has really caught on the past couple years and uh, you guys have a big part in that happening. And that's with the Tuesday Night Slam with it being there at the Hannah's Creek Club in Liberty. Uh, you guys have been hosting that and you've got some really good success. Yeah, the last couple of years, especially uh, last year, I think there was 81 or 82 dogs. And then this year they hosted 79 dogs on a Tuesday night. So that's not too bad. Putting that many casts in the woods on a Tuesday night is hard. Yeah, especially with uh, everybody coming into town. And we have a lot of public ground that we hunt. So it's kind of hard to get over there and get some of those spots with some of the pleasure hunt hunters out and about already. Yeah, when we get off here, can you give me some GPS address for some, <laughs> of, some of Kevin's honey holes there? Um, I probably could, or you may not want all of them because everybody <laughs> thinks it's real easy over there on Brookville Lake, but it's not always that great. Right, yep. Yep, got to be tough. Yeah, so, and, and besides you guys doing the slams and doing so well with that, also, you guys have always been uh, supporters of the National Dual Championship that's taking place tonight, uh, whether it's entering uh, Bank or some of the other dogs that you have. Yep. Uh, you have one entered tonight, am I right? We do, but unfortunately, she came in heat. So oh, that's the are, charm female, right? It's the charm female, so right. she had come in heat, and Kevin had actually sold her, so she is not going to be participating this year. I cannot keep up with Kevin's dogs. Uh, yeah, Kevin said we probably won't have another female in the kennel for a while because <laughs> this always happens. So. <laughs> yeah, but you guys have a pretty good thing going with the dual stuff. Usually he's he keeps his dog well hunted up, but he also it's uh, it's important for you and him. It seems like to have a dog that's built right and built to last, right? Yes, uh, I like to show. He likes to hunt, and I was a big hunter before I got with Kevin um, and before Jackson. Uh, once Jackson got here, I kind of slowed down, went more to the show side of things, but I like to get out and stretch my legs every once in a while still. So yeah. it's important that they can do everything because if I want to come next year and do something with a dog in the duels, we can. So. Absolutely. And you guys, uh, you guys usually have done pretty good in that event historically. We have done pretty well. Uh, the very first year I showed a dog for a gentleman, her name was Lady. Um, I have had no ties to her and she wasn't anything out of our breeding program, but we were able to get a breed win. Uh, the following year was the year um, we didn't do any good, but then the third year we had success with Bank. He won a cast Thursday night, and then I won the breed Friday. And then last year, um, 2021, Michael Lester's male, Big Easy, uh, won the whole thing with Penny um, handling him in the show, and he's a big money pup. So yeah. about every year, something out of big money showing up and making an appearance somewhere. So. Yeah. Right. Then you guys do the con you you're doing the confirmation show I stuff confirmation. all day today. Yep. You have some showing on Saturday, I would assume. I have two grand showing on Saturday. Yeah. Yep. And we're gonna have bank and break out here all weekend for everybody to come check them out. So yeah, I saw you guys have a, a nice uh, little setup over there with some banners, and you got bank and uh, and uh, this is a pup out of him. Yep, uh, break in the bank we call him. So he's yeah. a one year old. Um, maybe next year he'll be entered. But we have the little bit dog entered in the grands on Friday. 
So we're just we're bouncing around all weekend. We'll be in the rings and in the hunt and same dog that made the grand 16 last year right yes yep he's a two-year-old this year so yeah so it's kind of a full week thing for you guys yeah and it's a busy week because tuesday kicks off at hannah's creek with the slam and then we were up here last night setting some stuff up and everything and then back today and we're just back and forth all weekend well i'm sure glad you came over and sat down with me for a minute uh it's good to get a different perspective on things. Somebody who does a lot of stuff here and all the stuff that this event offers to the public. Yeah, there's a lot of different options. It's uh, not just for a show dog, not just for a hunter. Uh, there's lots to do. And if you don't like any of that, there's always ice cream. So That's right. If nothing else, there's <laughs> ice cream. Thank you so much for sitting down with me, Angie. You're very welcome. This next person comes to us from North Carolina. She was the bench show judge this year. Here's Lisa Bedingfield. Hey, Lisa, how are you doing today? I'm good, Alan. How are you doing? Good, good, good. good. Man, it's a perfect weekend, isn't it? Weather's going to be beautiful, beautiful here. beautiful, yes. Yeah. When did you come in? We came in Wednesday evening. Yeah. Yeah. You and Shane? Yes. Awesome. So this year's going to be a little bit different for you, right? You're it not is. showing dogs, are you? No, no. It's going to be t- judging for us. Yes, absolutely. You excited Truth. about it? Very, very excited. I can't wait. Good. So, but before we get into that, how many years have you came here to Autumn Oaks? This, Remember the first time? I do, and I had my very first coon hound, which was an English coon hound, and had just started into this world, and we came up here, and I was just overwhelmed by the, the magnitude and the dogs, and just made me fall in love with this sport that much more, and that was about 18 years ago. What would you, is this one of the, in, in your mind, one of the top events as far as quality and competition? Absolutely. You have a larger quantity of dogs. You have a larger quality of dogs. And it's just the culmination of so much for this prestige, this this honor and this title that goes with this event. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. What are some of the wins that are most memorable for you that you've had here at Autumn Oaks? Here at Autumn Oaks, I've been uh, blessed with a couple of wins. I do have an opposite sex national grand win with my English dog, um, Jasmine. And a couple of years before she won opposite sex national grand, she won best of show female here. And then um, I had a best of show male here with um, a a black and tan male dog named Cole. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're going to be judging, as we Mm -hmm. mentioned this weekend. What are some of the things that you do to prepare yourself to judge a show like this? Any special preps that you go through or routine that you go through at home? I do, and, of course, you know, you have to go back through and you review those breed standards and you look for those, the differences that, you know, there's a lot of similarities amongst all of the the breeds. But each breed has certain little things that are different. Mm-hmm. So you refresh yourself on those differences because the, the, the similarities are easy. It's those differences that you go back to and yeah. look for and put those in your mind and get a good refresher on those so you know what you're looking at when it comes that time. Yeah, well, this is Thursday afternoon when we're doing this recording mm-hmm. and the fun's going to begin tomorrow morning. Yes, so I am so excited. I think you'll sleep a- well tonight. I think so. I think so. I've been so excited for so long to get this opportunity. and I'm You just, like judging, don't you? I do. I, I, and you hear, I've told people many times I get just as much of a um, rush from judging as honestly as I do from showing because you get to put your hands on and look at all of the dogs. And 
you get to see not just, you know, on that day, those dogs, but those are the dogs that and on any other weekend, you're competing against those dogs. So it gives you a complete, total different outlook and an aspect of the dogs that you're competing against. So it's a real honor and a privilege to get to touch and handle and see and just watch those dogs perform at an event like this. Sure. And you've had a lot of success yourself, but who would you name as one of your most influential mentors as far as judging dogs or showing dogs? I've been blessed with a lot of great people that took me under their wing at, um, when I first came into this sport. Um, the late Vicki Hill was a huge one to me when I had my first English dog. She just took me in. And then, of course, Doc and Chirpy Birdsell are like parents to me in the dog show world. They yeah. have, in the black and tan breed, they have taught me so much in in not just in the how to show and what to do but just from the breed itself and then just to be such great mentors to me and then in down home from where I where I'm from when I would show local when I was first starting out I competed against Lee Kearns almost every week at somewhere if we were gone somewhere and you know Lee was Lee's always been one of those that would give you a little tidbit or a piece of advice or, you know, put a peppermint in your mouth. You know, that's yeah. something people yeah. laugh, but he's told many yeah. people that over the years. The dog can feel your nerves. Put a yeah. piece of peppermint in your mouth. It will help you and the dog. And I still to this day put a piece of peppermint in my mouth yeah. when I'm showing. And, you know, yeah. it's those kind of things. And you develop yeah. those relationships and they just... And then when you get to the point where you've done it as long as I have and like Andy, as long as she has, we can pass that on to this next generation yeah. and you give them what we've been taught. And right. it's just such a privilege. Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. And it's been a pleasure. Get your rest tonight. Yes. And, and have fun and enjoy the experience. Oh, that's mine. Somebody asked me today what we were going to do. And I'm like, I'm all about having fun. Yeah. I, I want people that's in my ring to have fun. I want to have fun. So I'm really excited to be able to do that tomorrow and Saturday. Next up, I got a chance to sit down with our second bench show judge, Andy Emery from Lake Lure, North Carolina. Hey, Andy, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing good. Good, good. Good to see you at Autumn Oaks again. Yeah, it's good to be here. What'd you come for here this uh, year? I just, we just decided to ride up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of reasons for you to be here this weekend, isn't there? Yep. But hey, sure let's is. start. We have pictures at UKC of you and your sister when you were still in strollers. With you and your mom here. Man, that's yep. pretty amazing. Yep, it now is. You've got, now you're here with your kids. Yep. Yeah, so what are your first memories of coming to Autumn Oaks? Can you remember, like, the first time that you might have been here that you realized where you were? Well, I mean, the first several years, I don't remember. I was an infant, but because right. <laughs> we've been, you know, every year. Um, this is my 36th Autumn Oaks. But, um, yeah, I remember showing when I was a kid, did some winning here, and that, that was always really exciting She you watch all the other people you know, the older guys and, yeah. and then come up through it. and They um, probably didn't have kids bench shows back then, did they or did they? I think they did, and it was over in this other building. The Open Pavilion. Um, yeah, the Open Pavilion. Yeah. The yeah. first time I won here was, was over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I was probably 10 years old or something. And yeah. um, the first overall win um, that I had here, um, National Grand, was um, Bob Tully's Blue Tick female. That's right. That I what year was him. that? Um, 2011. 2011. Yeah, yeah, 2011. So you've showed since 
howled religiously uh, since you were a teenager, right? Yeah. Well, I won Best Female a show here um, with a female named Cheyenne in uh, 96, I think. So. Yeah. So how many, uh, how many do you even know how many overall grand champion wins you've got uh, we've here had at Autumn a, Oaks? A lot of red bone, you know, national grand red bone. Yeah. A lot of them. I, I couldn't count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know it's been a lot, but anyways, it's good to have you here, but this year's going to be uh, a little, you're, you're going to be working this year. That's right. You're going to be judging the show Friday and Saturday. Are you excited about that? I'm very excited. Very excited. It's such a tradition for my family and yeah. for us. And so yeah. I'm very excited to judge the show. What about the rest of your family? Kind of knock them out of showing this weekend. I did, but I think they all understand. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the kids are I'm, a little bummed, but. <laughs> I'm sure. So uh, I'm, I know you're looking forward to it. Uh, did you do anything special to prepare for judging this weekend? Um, Probably read over the standards I, I again. I always review. I tra when we travel, it was about an eight-hour trip, so uh, my husband Keith usually drives. And yeah. I usually, almost every event, uh, read through the, the rule book, read through the breed standards again, and just a refresher, just to make sure that there's nothing I overlooked at some point. Yeah. What is, the, what is uh, if you had your choice of handling dogs in shows or judging dogs do you have a preference um not really not probably not really i really enjoy both yeah. um i i do enjoy i obviously enjoy handling but i enjoyed the judging aspect too getting to see the different breeds put your hands on all of them you can you know it's different than being a spectator in the stands and you think why did that judge pick that dog or yeah or whatever it's really nice to be able to get in there and get your hands on them. Yeah, you've had several other UKC assignments, and what were those? Um, I've done Winter Classic, Youth Nationals. Um, I think every breed days, um, except Red Bone days, obviously, <laughs> but yeah. um, all the other breed days um, at a lot of state events. Um, yeah, well, we're happy to have you this year judging the show, so uh, have fun with it, enjoy it. Thank and, you. Uh, I'm really excited about the duels. There you go. So. <laughs> and hey, let's talk about that just for a second before yeah. we go. You actually won the National Duel Championship. Let's talk about that. I, I did. Um, that was with... With, uh, with Shady, our little leopard yeah, hound. Right. Um, yeah, she's a special little dog. I, I think we won breed with her three years, actually, uh -huh. and then one time in the yeah. overall. So, um, you know, when... This was first presented, the duels, I was skeptical. I think a lot of people were yeah. like, is this going to work out? Yeah. But I think it's... It's really cool. It's what everybody should be working for, yeah. you know, with their show dogs or hunting yeah. dogs. They're still coon dogs at the end of the day. And yeah, so I'm excited about that. Perfect. Thank you for stopping by yep. here and have fun this weekend. Don't forget to get the kids and, and Keith some ice cream while you're here. <laughs> we will. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Nicole said Lecky, the vice president of UKC, is going to sit down with Midnight Brindle Bonfires owners Scott and Connie Hogan. Enjoy. Congratulations, Connie and Scott. Um, and here with the newly national grand champion, grand champion, PR, Midnight Brindle Bonfire. What is his call name? Bo. Bo. And then can you guys like, just tell me about Bo. How did he, what did it take for him to be the national grand champion here at Autumn Oaks? A lot of conditioning, a lot of uh, exercising, a lot of practicing, a lot of gating. A lot of um, muscle tone, conditioning, the proper feed. Uh, we, we raised him as a, uh, we got him as a puppy. We own his dad. And uh, 
he, he's just been a wonderful hound since we've got him. And we figured that someday when he was ready, we, w- we would give him the opportunity. So you owned his dad. Did he, did he show as well? His dad is the 2018 World Show Champion uh, Midnight Brindle Donner, uh, which my wife won that show. And uh, it's just amazing to bring one of your own and, and win the whole thing. So, so you've won national grand champion or world. You've won world before. And Scott, you've won national grand champion here at Autumn Oaks. Do you guys like to kind of compete with each other sometimes? Sometimes there's long ride homes. <laughs> and then um, you guys, but you guys also judge bun shows as well, right? Did, have you judged Autumn Oaks here before? 2019, yes. yes. I, I believe we were the first husband and wife uh, combo to judge it. Yeah, I remember Same that. The Winter Classic, Same too. with the Winter Classic. Um, tell me a little bit about Bo. Like, what is Bo like as a dog? Um, how does he fit in with your guys and your, your so home life? He, he runs the house, and he does live in the house, but he is a coon dog. He will run and tree a coon, I promise you that. And anybody that knows me knows I won't own a dog unless it will run and tree a coon. So he's coon dog first, and he's just been a wonderful puppy ever since we got him. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Corey and Sasha Hall for breeding uh, Scarlet to our Donner dog and allowing us to have first pick of the litter. Oh, so was this a, like a stud, like a stud fee puppy? Yes, ma'am. Wow, that's great. Did you guys breed Donner? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's been bred, what is it, three times? No, oh, she means she, oh. we the breeder of Donner. Yes. Yes, we are. So this dog comes from a long line of your guys' yes. pedigrees and heritage. Yep, 24, 23 years. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> yesterday was our anniversary, our wedding anniversary. And uh, I just wish my dad was here to see all this. I can't talk. He, he was very active in the bench shows and the night hunts as well and um, loved. This was his favorite event. So he passed away, and it's just really special. You guys have had an amazing weekend here. Yeah. Um, just yesterday, you won overall male for the registered. Female. Oh, female for, for the registered. And then you take national grand champion. What a way to celebrate your 23rd anniversary, right? Right. right. <laughs> yes. And we were just, I was content with just what happened yesterday. And I told my wife this morning, I said, whatever happens, happens. I don't care. And I, we never do. We come out, we show our dogs, win or lose. We have a good time. It's about the family of people. And this is why we do what we do. Right. And I thank UKC and I thank the judges. I can't thank them enough. And uh, it's just a great feeling when everything comes together. When we, when we show, our main objective is to win our breed. And anything else is icing on the cake. And that's what we did. Well, yeah, you <laughs> surely did. You did over and over. Well, congratulations, you thank two. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. What an honor to be here with you, Bo. <laughs> But yeah, we'll see it. We'll see you at the next Autumn Oaks, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank well, you very much.
And that is a wrap on our interviews at Autumn Oaks. Man, that was a blast. It's good to sit down with all of those folks that we interviewed. I had a lot of fun with the ones I sat down and talked to. And just good to hear their perspectives on Autumn Oaks. You know, a lot of them I asked when they're first Autumn Oaks, especially a couple of the older guys, you know. So that's interesting. You know, there's several that uh, were at Autumn Oaks, you know, when it was in a different place, Greencastle, you know, for instance. And uh, so, yeah, it's just it was good to sit down with all those folks. And now I think that we we now know we have the capability to do this. This is something that we're probably going to do a little more often, probably be more comfortable doing it and pulling people in with different outlooks on the sport. So uh, it's going to be real good moving forward, I think. Yeah, I, I think so as well. It was uh, – it, and it was it was fun to do. It was fun to do. You know, some it's interesting. Just like uh, you and I get it. It's this is getting easier, uh, but a lot of a lot of folks don't like to get pulled up into on on uh, you know, but have the microphone in their face. You know, but oftentimes I found oftentimes those are some of the best interviews we got. Oh, absolutely! I had to drag a couple of them in there that ended up doing a really really good yeah. job. And uh, and real quick, just want to give a thanks for everybody who came out and was and was getting content for their for their social media platforms, whether it's podcasts or or uh, YouTube channels. Clayton Stark, Steve Fielder with his uh, Gone to the Dogs podcast, those guys with Coonhound Confidentials uh, from South Carolina, Daniel Felker, and and those guys, and uh, Tree Talking Media, Ben Sheets. I'm already seeing some of the content come out, and it's good stuff. He did a nice one with the Cummings in uh, Missouri. Did a nice. Uh episode with them yeah and it looked like those folks were all enjoying themselves it's good for the sport Absolutely. but we we have we had an awesome event and it's time to to give some thank yous out there i think and to talk about some people and give them the recognition that they deserve for all the hard work they put in and the first people are going to be uh let's just talk about our field reps real quick uh we can't have this event without our top field reps uh doug kind if they're off the grounds we had mr jamie Step up in convoy uh, at the Van Work Club, which always does a great job uh, getting lots of non-hunting guys for us to put in the woods up there, Mr. Seth Ish and Jeremy Hurst and those guys. Uh, we had Curtis Sparks and Bryant at the Limberlost Club, where I work closely with Robert Jesman. Uh, is that his name? Jesman? Jesman is Giesemann. what I always call okay. it, but I could be wrong. Old yeah. Roger. We'll say old Roger yeah, right here. Him yeah. and Matt Lingo, they, they've done great things for us in Autumn Oaks. They've helped us for years and years, and they're always a good club. And uh, that's a good that's a good satellite to go to, as is Convoy. You know, they have some great hunting spots. Up Absolutely. There. And then, of course, Shelbyville, which is one of the longer-standing satellite clubs that we have. Uh, Mr. Tim Gilchrist from Iowa was over there and officiated that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Shelbyville is one I used to work with Jim Brown when I first started. That's somebody you probably don't even know. He's since passed, you know, but he was a staple there at Shelbyville. But no, those the guys at Shelbyville do a great job for yeah, us. Yeah, shout for out a to long time. Mark McWhorter is always able to get us another extra cast or two in the woods if we need it. So yeah. appreciate that from Mark. And then uh, Hartford City uh, helped us out getting some hunting guys or some hunting guys or yeah. some people going in the woods there. And then also we want to talk about another club that we had step up for us on uh, on Friday night when we really needed to put some casts in the woods and you were able to pull some strings and get a possible, a possible new satellite club in the future. Yeah. You know, we, you and I here at the office, we looked at some numbers about a week before Autumn Oaks and we we're a little concerned where we are with our guides and everything, especially I have no idea how many walk-ups we're going to get. And we, uh, we've, we've prided ourselves in being able to uh, hunt everybody, you know, everybody get to hunt no matter what. But so we kind of went to our club directory a little bit and kind of looked around a little bit, and there's this club, Clark County Coon Hunters in Medway, Ohio. They're about 50 minutes uh, due east. Right, right off, down 70. Right off of 70, like three miles off of 70. So I called their president, uh, Mr. Mark uh, Terrell, 
and uh, or Terrell. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I hope I didn't butcher that too bad, but uh, uh, very accommodating. And he said he would make some phone calls, see if they can't help us out. And I called him back the next day. And so they took some cast for us on Friday night. So we really appreciate uh, Mark and, and his club there at Clark County helping us out on Friday night. So, yeah. And then another person that uh, I try to make sure I recognize everyone at the uh, in opening ceremonies. And on Friday night, I failed to uh, recognize our own crew, but I did it on Saturday night. But then I still missed one person. I want to give a shout out to Doug Cundiff's wife, Kim Cundiff. She helped us with entries on both days. So thanks to Kim for helping us out as well. Yeah, the, the hunt team was really strong. You know, we were a couple people down. We only had... Uh, one of the gals from the office here with us, Amanda, she's the only one that traveled with us. Uh, Kim's wife stepped up to the plate. We were a couple field reps down. Uh, my wife, Jenna, was able to come help us some. And and honestly, we, they did a great job, and we had a really smooth hunt. So kudos to those guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, also, when you talk about an event at, at this size, you know, we talked about guides a little bit, but judges are a major thing as well in making sure that things run smoothly. Yeah, and, you know, we take the time and we do select all the judges for the event before we draw any cards. You know, we select them and, man, thanks to all those guys that, that stepped up and helped judge. And, you know, I was talking to a couple of the field reps since then, and we had very, very few questions come back. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with judge selection yeah. and the good job that they do. They take it seriously, and and uh, most of them do as we hope they would uh, when they're selected is judge the cast for the duration of the hunt. And that and all the guides, uh, whether they were hunting or non-hunting, thank you, guys, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. And if you get selected to be a judge, I know sometimes it can be uh, – I know some people get – annoyed by that but yeah, it's yep. a badge of honor we, yep. that means that we think that you're qualified to be a judge on our hunt and you should should be proud of that i think yeah exactly and then the grand 16 you know there we need non-hunting guides and non-hunting judges man i can't not thank those guys enough for stepping up you know you had uh josh jones from indiana he's helped us out so much uh it, it, not just this event he's judged uh this event a bunch of different times uh and and Asked him, you know, no problem. He stepped in again this year. So thanks to Josh. Uh, Jacob Barton from Kentucky is another one. Man, you just always count on Jacob if he is able to and, you know, not hunting a dog. Uh, so And does a great job. Good, outstanding guys that just call it for what the dogs do, you know. And that's what we need, absolutely. And then Chase Blevins from right there uh, around Richmond there, he's helped us. He guided here. For a lot of years already. Now he's, you know, he's uh, older now, and he's also judging for us. Great God, job there. Guided and judged guided late and, judged. and early yep. in the Grand 16. And then Cody Carter, God bless him. You know, two rounds he judged. He judged early on Saturday in the Grand 16 and turned right around and judged the final cast as well. So, uh, and then, you know, Chase Blevins uh, uh, helped him out there, was his assistant, also guided that cast. So thanks to all of those guys for helping us out. And when you're talking about Chase Blevins being a, a member of the Wayne County Club there, they kind of had some new leadership this year. And, you know, you kind of worry about that always. And Mr. Chase McCracken, and man, you got to mention McCracken. him. You yeah. got to mention him. Rodney McCracken, uh, obviously I've known him. He's always been a part of the club, but kind of has a, a new role this year. And, man, he did an awesome job. He did. He uh, we, did. we really leaned on him Friday, especially. We had a lot of walk-ups. We had a lot of dogs, and we needed a lot of guides. And I think he sent, he uh, he had 11 non-hunting guides for us off the grounds on Friday, and that's not easy to do. Yeah, and even they put had a little incentive for their all of their guides, and, and including everybody at the satellite clubs, all the non-hunting guides that they put up a, 
200, I think $200 or 250 bucks. They did a drawing there. And then they, in doing so, another vendor stepped up, gave them another hundred dollars or something for a second place. So, um, yeah, they, uh, it's just a great, did a great job. Absolutely. And, uh, another major part of these events is our partners and our sponsors that we have to mention. And, uh, first we'll start out with, uh, Yukonuba, our official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. They've done a lot to advance us and give us the flexibility to do things. And, uh, I'm sure appreciate their partnership and the newest partner, Dogtra and their new Pathfinder 2. That's the official GPS collar partner of UKC. I just got my Dogtra Pathfinder 2 a couple of weeks ago and I'm loving it so far. Yeah, I've got one. I've still haven't got it out of the box. Haven't had time to kind of working on this event and, uh, but I hope to be using it here very, very soon. So yeah, appreciate both of them. Mr. Stephen Cho is there, Cody Glancy uh, uh, representing Dogtra. So, yeah. And then also our prize sponsors this year. You mentioned Ray Conrad in, in one of the interviews. You interviewed him. Ray does so much for our sport. Uh, had uh, several lights from him for Autumn Oaks winners. Uh, but coming up for the world championship, he's given 20, or, uh, 20 lights. Everybody, top 20. Top 20. All going to get a new Bright Eyes lights at the world championship. And I just toted 24 of them to uh, Youth Nationals. Youth Nationals, Medina, Ohio, uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. So he does a lot. Big of supporter of UKC. Thank you to Ray Conrad and Bright Eyes. Kelly's K lights. Wow. And she stepped it up even more this year. We had gave out a lot of Kelly's K lights here at Autumn. I think 18. 18 total. 18 total yeah. K lights there. Thank and, you, Sandra. Yeah. It does the dual national championship, seven lights for those winners. Uh, yeah. And then going to some of our dog box sponsors like Evans Dog Boxes, who, who seems to have had their hand in most of our major events the past few years, even though they fought getting materials. We were able to give our first place registered dog there and Evan, a brand new Evans Dog Box. Yeah, they're here local to uh, uh, Jones, Michigan is where they're from. So, yeah, we uh, uh, Kyle and Angie Evans appreciate everything they do. You want to talk a little bit about Mule Brand and uh, Okie Dog Supply? You yeah, may be Mule, Mule and Okie Dog Supply. Uh, Mike Franklin in Oklahoma, he's been a longtime sponsor as well, sponsors all of our different segments and uh, oftentimes with gift certificates to uh, one of the two, either Mule or Okie. Uh, so thank you, Mike. We really appreciate him uh, for all the support he gives us. Nightlight is another one. Nightlight Company has been around as long as I can remember. UKC has had a Nightlight as a sponsor. Uh, just a, uh, really appreciate everything that Nightlight does for us. Yoder Boots. Yoder Boots. 16, uh, each one of our members of our Grand 16 got a brand new pair of Yoder Boots. They got their choice of three different styles they were having. And, uh, man, sure appreciate them for their sponsorship of that event. That makes it kind of worthwhile for those guys. Yes, Marty Yoder out of Ohio. And he's recently teamed up with... Uh, Razor uh, Light Company, who they're going to do some stuff for us at the World Hunt as well. So I may or may not have got a new uh, Razor vest that we're going to be handing out at the World Championship. Just to test. I got to do product testing. Yeah, there you go. To and check it actually out. our top 100 are going to get those. That's breaking news, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, one of our newer sponsors, Tier uh, Tier 1 uh, Squallers. Yeah, Tier 1 Lane Custom Denny, calls. Tyler Compton. Yeah. Out of Oklahoma, Missouri, I guess. Oklahoma, yeah, they gave yeah. 10 squalors here. I think uh, each of the national grands, that, uh, uh, dual champions that didn't win the overall ended up getting one. And they also, each member of our final forecast got a, a new tier one custom call. So we thank them for that. Yeah. And then we had Owens Dog Products. They've been a longtime sponsor. Uh, gave a couple of boxes. But last but not least, uh, GT's Feed and Hunting Supply, Gary Beatty from Tennessee. Yeah, oh, Gary, just down the road from where I'm from down there, he's been coming to this event for a long time. He was telling me 
about in that open-sided building where he set up at. He remembers when there was just three or four vendors in there, and my, how times change. It's a whole new crowd, but he stuck around, and he supported UKC all those years. So Yeah, so thanks to each and every one of those sponsors for their uh, generous prizes that they support us with. Um, you know, and there's others. There's uh, We have the canine officer, police officers there at uh, – that uh, oh, watch over everything there at Autumn Oaks every year. And we certainly appreciate that. You know, and we've kind of, over the years, we've kind of become acquainted with a lot of those. And they, one of the hardest things I had to do this year and probably ever was uh, they had a uh, big misfortune with one of their officers, a canine officer, had a traffic stop. One of their canine officers, uh, um, Sierra, Burton. Sierra Burton was her name. And it was just earlier here in August did a traffic stop and moments later uh, she was uh, unfortunately struck by a uh, by the by uh, uh, whoever a it was bullet, yeah right. and yeah and was shot and had been um this was just 9 days before her wedding you know and how how sad yeah how sad and uh and she'd been on life support since that incident and uh, uh sadly was just taken off uh, life support that Thursday of Autumn Oaks you know and and um, and as of this recording today, she's still hanging in there, you know. But uh, um, uh, but anyways, the city set up a fundraiser for the officer's uh, family, Officer Burton's family, and and uh, we're we're uh, glad to also uh, donate ten thousand dollars for their family. So, yeah. but that was the hardest thing I think I've ever had to mention there at Autumn Oaks, but. Yeah. Uh, so their thoughts are, they're all in our thoughts and prayers for their, for their whole family. But again, just thanks to all the police officers who uh, help us there and, and everybody involved. There's so many, you know, like we mentioned, you and I get a lot of the, the glory for when things go well. And, uh, but there's so many people behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just real quick. I won't mention individual names, but let's talk about some of the other departments in there. We talked a little bit about the hunt department, but I think the media team did a great job of getting all the winners and getting this content, uh, obviously the podcast content that we were uh, bugging them to do, but also getting live videos of Grand 16 cast calls and posting results in a timely manner, which is so important for those people that don't get to travel. Uh, and also a lot of their members of their team were also having to work the merch booth from opening until closing uh, and it seemed like there was a pretty positive with the merchandise. I think they're doing a good job of getting uh, stuff that people like out there yeah. that they're going to want to buy. Yeah. Uh, the registration department there, Taylor and her team worked their tails off this whole weekend, taking hunt, world hunt entries and uh, and registration paperwork and helping people out. Kudos to those people. Those were some long days for them, I know. Uh, of course, our national events team, we talked about them, Nicole and Megan. They they ran a smooth event as usual. And uh and who am I missing? The All Breeds team, they help with the confirmation and the bench show yeah. uh, also. They're kind of two new people to that side of things at Autumn Oaks, uh, kind of thrown into the fire, and they did a great job as well. Yeah. You know, and then we had uh, one of our uh, fellows from the uh, upper management, Matt Gillespie. You know, he supports us, uh, and he's kind of one of those guys that wants to be behind the scenes, you know. But uh, uh, him being there on Sunday to help pack up, that speaks for itself right there. Did I see Todd Kellum there too? He was there. He was there for, uh, I think he could make it up there Friday. You know, he's got a lot of things going yes. on with the, with what he does, but it's always good to have Todd there as well. So yeah, he was there for about a day and a half or two days, I think. 
we sometimes yeah. give him a hard time, but we do. Whenever we do. it's an important event, he's there. He's yep. there at the Absolutely. TLC for a day or almost for a couple of days. And Absolutely. we sure appreciate Todd's support yep. always. And he does. He he supports us one hundred percent. So yeah. yeah. And just so so just thinking back to the weekend, what were some things that stood out to you? I know personally, man, I had a blast Friday night listening to uh to the new Riley Lynn band. That she did a great job putting on her and all her musicians in her band did a great job of entertaining the crowd there. Yeah, that was that was fun. You know, we've had uh, for the last couple of years we had uh, just uh, uh a uh, a guitarist there just doing an acoustic set. Um, and, uh, he always was a, a good, a big hit, you know? So I think he did it at least two or maybe three years in a row. Yeah. So we changed it up a little bit and, uh, yeah, this Riley Lynn is her name. She's from Bluffton, Indiana. And the only, we kind of dopped on her. We know Nick Immel is, uh, one of the hunters, uh, that he's been in our TOC last year. He had a dog in the grand 16, just a good guy, man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he is, uh, that's his girlfriend. So that's kind of how we, uh. Got hooked up with her, and she did a fantastic job. Yeah, sounded good, and uh, yeah, did a really good job. And, of course, my favorite part of the event, as always, seeing all the coon hunters that I knew coming into the event, catching up with them, hearing all their stories of the past year, but also meeting some new faces, some people that we talked to on the phones and via email all year long. We get, get to put some faces with some names, and, man, that's that's the great part of this job is making those connections and 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 just meeting these new people. It sure is. And we had a lot of first timers there again this year, and it's always good to see those. And, and everybody else that comes year after year, the Hoviuses, you know, they, they were there again. And, uh, there's just a lot of history there, you know, and I think it's, uh, I think it was named appropriately the event where history is made. And we hope to see you there next year, Labor Day weekend, Richmond, Indiana, write it down on your calendar. And, uh, till next time. Thanks for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and to like and follow UKC Hunting Ops on Facebook and Instagram.